Welcome to, what's that? What are you giggling about? Here on Game Theory <laughs> and Money, Cynthia, we like to come out strong. We don't like to play the grab ass to get things rolling. You always give me a quick pick to start, but I'm not going to let you because your week 14 was something to behold. 13-3 and three against the number in the holiday season, no less. Boy, is that something that uh, a lot of folks would describe as Christmas cheer, as the, uh, the holidays doing them a great favor. So uh, well done. A big huzzah to you and three for three on your confidence picks. So well done. I will start with that. And now you can give the people your quick picks so they don't fast forward through this the second we get rolling. Well, it's giggling because I my quick pick is something you're not going to like. It's Detroit and Buffalo. Lots of points in that one. Okay. Hey, <laughs> when you're three for three on your confidence picks and you want to come with Detroit and Buffalo scoring a lot of points, I'll take it. How many in yards December, did you have Josh Allen rushing for? 150? Yeah, I think it was like 151.7 to be precise. There you go. Just kidding. Not really, but you know, close enough. I mean, I didn't know we were keeping track of partial yards in the, in the, end of the box score, mm-hmm. but apparently yeah. the analytics department does do that, in fact. So, uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, well kidding. done. Um, all right, so that is your quick pick. Remember, uh, again, she, and by she, I mean Cynthia, does us all the great service of running 10,000 simulations per game to make us all a little bit smarter when it comes to trying to figure out how these games are going to play out. And last week they played out, according to her model, to the tune of 13-3 and three against the number. Her confidence pick, she is now 26-44 of 44 on the season. So let's get right into it. Are you ready? Kind of. Are my, you ready? My, my, my G Suite. My G Suite's being a little finicky right now. Is it really? It, no, all for right. real. For real. Oh, for real? I'm I'm reloading it right now. I oh, think it's real? more the I think it's more the internet than the G Suite. But I you know would what? Most definitely because my G Suite's fine. <laughs> and I got internet right here, so it's gotta be your internet up it's, there. It were like something I'm doing. I don't know. I there you go. Uh, you blew it. You got there it? There we go. Okay. All, All right, here goodness. we go. It's like this white screen of death that like doesn't want me to Okay, come on. Oh my goodness. There we go. Phew. All right. Are you oh good? God, yeah. It's our We're going to start with the early one because this is Freeland's favorites. As the name suggests, you like the favorites this week. The number is Chiefs by three and a half. This is likely. Well, it's not likely. It is. Well, no, yeah. I could say likely. If the Chiefs win, they win the division. Yep. If they lose, then the Chargers still going to need a little bit of help. They would need the Chiefs to drop either the contest up at Seattle or against the Raiders. Um, Which, so by the way, that in would Seattle is play. very, very losable. Yeah. Well, this one's going to have to be losable for the Chargers first, and according to right. the category, it all does not matter. The Chiefs will get out of this one because you like the Chiefs by more than three and a half. What well, do you I have do. the final score, and uh, how much confidence you got in it? I have the Chiefs winning this game in 62.7% of the simulations. Final score, most likely 29-23. So it's going to be cold. It's going to be potentially rainy. It's going to be potentially gusty. It doesn't sound fun for – sounds like really inclement, um, you know, play-by-play situation. Oh, yes. You know, you're going to have to get some tea. You're going to have to yes. bundle up, you know. Unfortunately, and I uh, don't mean to um, take shots at the folks that did the remodel at Arrowhead because it is one of my favorite stadiums, but sadly they did not – build the press box to have windows that open and that is a big big no-no in my book you cannot have the press box being closed when you want to be part of the elements have it open really feel especially to place like arrowhead which i think is the loudest stadium even more loud than the uh than the seattle the clink um and it's just a bummer that they they sealed that whole thing in and you can't open the windows so i'll be warm and toasty i'll actually probably be way too warm which is what usually happens when i I would love that but unfortunately for people playing the game i think that means fewer points than maybe you'd think given these two offenses like the number one and the number two big play offenses casey being number one and the charters being number two but unfortunately between the running back situation as in i mean you, you can you can help me with this injury report but it does not appear that melvin gordon or austin eckler will be available for this game correct me if i'm wrong here Probably not, I would guess. I think with, with Austin at the time we're doing this pod still being in concussion protocol and him dealing with that neck stinger, uh, re-injuring a neck from earlier in the season. Uh, I like Justin Jackson. I just, you know, it's not Melvin Gordon and it's not Austin Eckler. And right. that probably would have been a big path, big part of a path to victory for them. Absolutely. Uh, especially with that weather. Um, with being the able weather. To effectively. Right. And the fact that the Chargers actually have the second fewest drives over the past four games, so their offense isn't on the field as long as you might think, given the fact that they've scored so many points. 
so you're you're actually like that's a bad situation considering how well Kansas City can score. They they can score fast and they can score slow. So I think the advantage goes to Kansas City in the weather at home at Arrowhead. I'm sorry, no run game. Yeah, no, I think um, I think the path for the Chargers to win this one, obviously, you know, as the Ravens proved is, and the Broncos nearly proved when they played them. Um, is going to be holding that score down. And I think that's maybe the one thing that could be a, I don't know if I would call it an outlier. Maybe that's how I would describe it. But just the fact that they're coming off that game against the Ravens on a short week. And I don't know how the model adjusts for such a physical game. It is clearly the most beat up that Pat Mahomes has gotten a game. It's mm-hmm. the most physical game they've played all year. So here's and how it you does. only have four days to recover, that may come into play. Yep. So the Chiefs win, I told you, 62.7. They only win by more than three and a half points in 57.9, so 58%. So that's the beat up factor right there. So you see, like, okay. it really, I mean, three and a half is, I mean, it's basically a field goal. So that's that's the beat-up factor right there. Yeah. I think if, um, yeah, it'll come down to the defense. If Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram can can be special and, and really kind of beat him up early, it is possible that just very hard to climb out of, of dealing with kind of a lot of extra pain from that game Sunday, short week, and you're getting beat up and you, maybe you don't do what you normally would, which is run around throw the ball like he was able to do because you're tired of taking shots. But I just don't quite see that happening because they've been able to score points regardless of the situation. So, so All right. my thing about yes. Derwin James, though, here's what I want to know from you because you have the best purview to this. So Derwin James, who for me is the best defensive rookie, I've got a lot of ways to measure, but we're just going to sum it up by saying that. And I want to see Derwin versus a confusing run game. We don't know. I mean, Damian Williams, Spencer Ware doesn't, he didn't practice today. You know, this is Tuesday. So we, I don't know what'll happen tomorrow, but it's possible. We're looking at a Damian Williams and Charkhandrick West game. So it's going to be interesting to Derwin against the run Derwin against Travis Kelsey. That's That's going to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably, you know, they've played them. It's almost been equal high versus in the box. Yep. I think if they had their druthers and they had a legitimate free safety, not someone playing out of position in a die, um, he'd be in the box the whole time. He's so effective there. He's much more effective. But, you know, when they played the first time, he really pretty much shadowed Kelsey the whole time. And Kelsey did not have a great game. So that may be. That's I'm what guessing. I'm looking at. Yep. Yeah. With with the ability to rush for um, that may be the case. But also, you know, Joe Mixon beat him up pretty good last week mm-hmm. and they had to put Derwin in the box. Um, a lot more to try to help with run support. And he had a couple nice uh, save, you know. But anyway, so that's the matchup I'm watching. Tackles. So, yeah. yeah. There aren't okay. a ton. There's, the, some, um, there's some crappier games this week, so that was just an interesting one that, sure. to watch for because it's right, a great probably game. Probably game of the week. Okay, no, it's only the second game of the entire podcast, but we have to actually redo something because we taped the podcast on Tuesday night this week because Money, the voice of the Chargers, our favorite play-by-play guy, has to go to Kansas City in order to do all of his Chargers duty on Thursday night football. So, of course, the day that we, or the week that we choose to do an early podcast, there's a gigantic change at quarterback, as in Carson Wentz is not playing and Nick Foles is now in. So, we're going to redo the second game and I've brought in the heavy hitter here, the very best researcher on the entire planet is Bill Smith. He's going to help me in this segment, and then we're going to have him come on later again to do the playoff odds. But Bill, thank you for pinch hitting here. Really appreciate it. No problem. So just to tee it up for you, before the Carson Wentz injury, the uh, Rams were favored over the Eagles by nine. You had a score of Rams 31-21. Now with Nick Foles at quarterback instead of Carson Wentz, the new line is Rams minus 11. Who do you have in this one? So I have the Rams winning this one, and it now went up to 81% of the simulations. So that's really high number for the simulations. And the most likely score is 33 to 18, which is more than 11. So for you, it went up five points without Carson Wentz, even though the magic number out there only went up two points. Why is this such a big difference for the Eagles? Well, in this one, it goes to more possessions for the Rams. So more possessions, more opportunities to score Rams offense. But it's really this tipping point of the Eagles were already severely depleted. Their cornerbacks, we, it's hard, you know, last week money went through and named them. They're not the original starters. They're kind of on cornerback number seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, something like that. So it's, it's that in addition to now your quarterback who last season was playing MVP consideration level. He's starting to come. He was playing very well, kind of underrated good um, compared to their win-loss record. So it's just really now you've reached this tipping point of you're just playing with too many replacement levels and replacement level players, and you're playing the Rams. 
So, in other words, Carson Wentz was able to mask some of the problems that the Eagles have. He was able to keep it down and hide those. And now, even though Foles isn't maybe five points worse than Carson Wentz. No, Foles is not five point wor- five points worse than Carson Wentz, no. But that the way the Eagles have to play now exposes flaws they have elsewhere on their roster. And because of things like, you know, think about things like this. If the if the Rams now have, like, let's say another full possession. So another full possession means another chance for seven points. Another chance for seven points. So sometimes it's a field goal. Sometimes it's six points. So that's where it comes in to be five points. So this really reflects the fact that the Rams offense will now have yet another possession to do, to do some damage. But I do want to talk a little bit about the Rams because after what we saw on Sunday night, I think it's important to contextualize some of the play we saw specifically by the Rams offense because it was a little confusing. Yes, it was freezing cold. Yes, Jared Goff only played two cold weather games, and no one on this pod is silly enough to think that that's a, enough of a sample size to tell us anything. Oh, wait, so two's not a big enough <laughs> No. Okay. No, just to clear that up, not a big enough sample size. But you brought up a really great point when you and I were talking about this, and I think that the podcast listeners would love it. So if you project forward, as this podcast does a lot, the Rams, after that loss, now project to be the number two seed in the NFC, which if you look divisional weekend, very likely that they face the Bears again. So if you're facing the Bears twice in about a month, someone like Sean McVay, forward-thinking, innovative, sees that down the road. And in my mind, I don't believe he laid all his cards out on the table offensively. They're a team that runs predominantly 11 personnel, which is one running back, one tight end with three wide receivers. And everything looks the same. And then they do multiple actions off of what's essentially of just a couple uh, positional formations. So I don't believe McVay wanted to get everything he has in his bag of tricks out there for the Bears to see, the Bears to scout. I think he played everything a little close to the vest. They didn't use Todd Gurley in a number of different ways. He was limited by the Bears. They got behind, so it's another reason you didn't see a lot of Gurley. But I just think he was projecting towards the playoffs and wanted to sort of play this game a little closer to the vest. All right, great. So now we're going to give you back to what we taped on Tuesday. Bill's going to come back a little bit later to go through the playoff scenarios because nobody does that better. But we're going to go back to our original one. Thank you for like dealing with our puzzle piece together. But we wanted to make sure you had the absolute best information, most up to date. And of course, if you bring Bill on, like it's just amazing. So thanks, Bill. We'll see you in a minute. Saints at Panthers Monday Night Football. The Saints on the road are another uh, big number, by huh? Six and a half, and the model still likes the big number. Yeah. Saints win 71% of the Sims. I have the most likely score being Saints 30 and the Panthers 23. The Saints... Okay, so just barely by six and a half. <laughs> well, they actually they actually win by seven or more in 62.2% of the simulations. So, I mean, look, this one comes down to defenses, and the Saints defense is in this huge uptick, only 12.8 points per game, best in the NFL over the past four weeks, like yards per play on first down is the fourth fewest. Like I look at trying to look at ways where they can stabilize things for Cam Newton and make things kind of better. And it just seems like everything that they're, this defense is doing so much pressure, the most effective pressure they're going in the right direction while the Panthers defense, the second worst passer rating allowed in the past four, only the chiefs are worse. And, they only had three takeaways and all were fumbles. They haven't had an interception. So it's just one of those things where, look, like the Panthers defense is the down arrow. The Saints defense is the up arrow. And this is the time where Saints need to absolutely solidify home field advantage. So I think they come up big here. Yeah, and they got to get that. They, I mean, they just got to get their offense right. It's um, Drew Brees has not been good. Uh, Listen, pretty much gave as away it turns out, Teron Armstead, kind of a big deal. Yeah, a little bit. Right? Lose your left tackle. Bushrod, not as good. Things can fall apart oh we know that darn well um but he uh the running game has not been great the short passing game has not been great michael thomas has been invisible and as you mentioned it's their defense that's been carrying them um and i don't think that's the recipe the saints you saw in the second half though you saw michael thomas come kind of back right yeah what like you saw they they pulled it together it felt like a completely different team second half of in that the second game. half yeah. yeah against arguably the worst defense in i mean one of the worst defenses in all of football right so, and, and I think that's kind of, you know, when we talk about the get right game, um, I thought that might be it from, but maybe this is it. Um, you I know, think the there's something like said, about Tampa Bay good. and the, whatever, they have some weirdness in Tampa Bay, kind of right? like the Patriots in Miami, but Miami. I think, I don't think that this the is Florida the thing. 
Yeah, it's a Florida thing. Florida's got something <laughs> on dominant teams. I was trying I to come know. up with like a like a reason, and I'm like, well, older quarterbacks they think about retirement. People when they retire, they go to Florida, so they play poor okay. in Florida. <laughs> there you go. They got bingo on. That's their my mind. logic, right? <laughs> the uh, Texans are on the road in New York against a Jets team. Ooh, a nice little rally from Sam Darnold there yeah. to uh, to beat the Bills. Looked pretty darn good when he returned. Uh, the Texans are favored by six on the road and you have them winning by more <laughs> 72.4% of the simulations I have it by 6 and 60.5 and the most likely score in my model 26 to 19 that's a high number considering 41.5 is the magic number so overall a higher scoring game than we might think I, look there's a couple reasons why but ultimately the Jets defense is allowing 5.8 yards per run over the last four yards per rush over the last four that's the second worst in the league that's helps stabilize things I think New Hopkins has a giant week I think we see a lot of I think we see a lot of kind of good things that it's really hard to win as many games in a row as the Texans did so dropping one to the Colts a divisional rival that that's not like the end of the world right so I right. think that with your defense looking like the Texans defense against the offense that we see we've seen week in week out from the Jets I just like this is one where you know I look at it and I'm like the model makes sense with my gut yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to make of the Jets. Although I will give you props here. You called that Robbie Anderson touchdown last week. I was asking for something Robbie! spicy. And what did you say? How's Robbie Anderson? I said ghost pepper spicy. And you were uh, dead on in that one. <laughs> so well done. Maybe we'll get something that spicy and it'll come through again. And again, 13-3 and three against the number last week. So let's uh, let's get the Bucks at Ravens. Ravens let one slip away. Darn it. Yes. Should have taken care of me. <laughs> Ravens should have taken care of me last week. <laughs> Two different fourth downs, but I'll tell you that that fourth and nine pass from Pat Mahomes, it might be the greatest pass I've ever seen. And I'm not in I'm it definitely not didn't feel like fourth I'm down, right? It definitely didn't feel like fourth like down. Fourth fourth down. I mean that just running to his right as fast. The next gen stats on that are crazy. The fact the guy was running sixteen miles an hour and was somehow able to square his body, throw with anticipation. Granted it was a linebacker in front of Tyreek Hill, but Basically triple coverage. Still, right. And uh, still, and I think the level of difficulty is pretty a, much maxed yeah. out. <laughs> That's yes. Uh, if it goes to ten, it was twelve. Right. Is what the, uh, <laughs> the level of difficulty was. So, to the Ravens, who unfortunately let one get away, um, despite playing a heck of a game against the Chiefs, they are favored by eight at home against the Bucks, and you like that. I do. I have the Ravens winning in 72.8% of the simulations. The score that's most likely in the model, 29-20, which means more than 8. And then when I run it for and how many times does it go over 8? 61.3% of the simulations. It's a higher scoring game slightly than you know a magic number might tell you. Biggest reason for this, look, the Ravens defense just means so much more time for the Ravens offense, and you can run against the Bucks. So those two things, if you have a stingy defense and you can run the ball – I don't care if it's Lamar Jackson. I don't care if it's Gus. I don't care if it's Dixon. I don't care who it is. If you can run the ball and you have that great of a defense, you give yourself a really, really big chance of winning based on what history can tell us. I've got nothing. I've yeah, got nothing that's... to push back. I think the Ravens are one of the better teams. One of the, I think they're going to be a bear to deal with um, in the playoffs because, man, that or defense is good. To deal and with? they are. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> or, uh, a bear's probably not. They're going to be a load, <laughs> a big bird load to deal with uh, in the playoffs. Bird load when you're parked underneath freaking telephone wires. How about that? That was terrible. Sophomore, that's what I have to offer today. But yeah, I think it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so All it's right. good. It's good. Speaking of we've birds. Had a, we've had a long day together, money. <laughs> we have, exactly. It's mm -hmm. been about 12 hours. That's right. Since, that's uh, right. Actually, more than that. It's been 12 hours since mm -hmm. I, no, more than that since I first saw you. <laughs> All right, to the uh, the Seahawks at 49ers. Big victory for that Seahawks defense. That is really hitting its stride. They are favored by five and a half on the road. I guess the Niners team that had a nice showing uh, against the Broncos. No less, and you still like the uh, the birds in this one. Yeah, uh, birds again. Seahawks win 77.9% of the simulations. Seahawks score that's most likely 28-18, which means more than 5.5 and 69% of the simulations. So higher scoring just based on the key point, you know, 
the magic line for the key, for the for the points. Um, but ultimately, look, the San Francisco defense, they haven't had any takeaways in the past four games. They've allowed an 87.5 red zone touchdown percentage. It's the worst in the NFL over the past four games. By the way, there's this guy, Russell Wilson. He has a good run game. There's just a lot of things that stabilize on the side of the Seahawks and a lot of things on the side of San Francisco. I mean, you just lost Pierre Garçon. It just it kind of just keeps it getting keeps, worse. It's crazy. How I many mean, playmakers can you now. lose before you're, you know, out of it, we, I'm gonna ask that question that, again in another game. That, so I think they're on their fifth running back, uh, mm-hmm. their third quarterback, their fifth running back. It's yeah, they, they've lost wide receivers all season long. I mean, yeah. really, the one consistent's been George Kittle, and he's really good. He is um, really good. He's probably a bright not spot. enough to beat a Seahawks team that's really kind of found an identity. Um, they have really good players, uh, and, and by that I Sierra mean Sierra performs at halftime. Ugh. It's a family affair. <laughs> I flipped that thing off. Flipped out of that one. You know what? So did I. So tired of the performance at halftime. I didn't like how long her extensions were. She would sit on them. It was bothering me. It was bothering me too. They (laughs) cut to the booth, and I was like, "What the hell are you? What what is that?" As a person who wears extensions, as a person who wears extensions regularly, I can tell you, you can't go longer than your normal hair. It's just weird. That's just. Anyway, Anyways. I guess that's what the kids want, huh? Extensions. <laughs> that's what you get on the chat snap. All right, so Seahawks. But uh, what I was going to say is um, I like that they play to their strengths. You know, they feed mm-hmm. everything to the middle. Bobby Wagner's flying, you know, from sideline to sideline. And over KJ people. Right, making plays. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Hopping over people, not getting whistled for it. But also uh, that they have a bad pass blocking line, you know, and that's why they run the heck out of the ball. And they are committed to it. And it is so hard for teams to do that. They just they can't help themselves. Offensive coordinators, co- coordinators cannot – Stick with that philosophy. Or they get they fired after 13 their... games when that happens in right. other places, right? <laughs> that's, I mean, it's it's one of those, and that's what happens. Oh, i got to show motion, pre-snap motion, RPOs, and I've got to push the ball downfield. You have no, to be Sean McVay. you got to win games. Yeah, right. you've got to win games. Right. And if Sean McVay had followed the Seahawks' blueprint against the Bears, he very well might have won that game. I mean, right. they, you know, granted Sullivan went down for a minute, but they clearly did not stick with the run long enough, and those defensive ends just pinned their ears back and beat the living hell out of Jared Goff, who was terrified. He looked like 2006 Jared Goff out there, like Bambi on the ice. Just, I mean, I don't think I saw him set his feet once in that. Anyway, I'm on a <laughs> tangent. All right, Redskins, Jawars, the uh, the Jags are favored by seven. And you got them. Uh, yeah, the Jags winning 63.5% of the simulations. Most likely score here, 23-15. Jags beat the touchdown line in the sand in 59.4% of the simulations. 36 seems like a low, you know, magic number to achieve, like, you know, pretty low, probably yeah. too low. Um, and not because of anything the Redskins are going to be doing. You know, I actually was talking to, I I really love the, the analytics people at the Jags are awesome. And I was talking to one of them who was like, yeah, I think that we're going to have Washington have negative yards this game. So <laughs> they're like, our goal is to like, anyone who's not trying, like they're off the team. You know, like right. this is like, you That's know. That's the one thing I'm worried about is it's a team with a lot of abrasive personalities and yeah, it has but been such a bad year that you wonder do okay, you think josh gonna... johnson knows all of their names from madden though because josh johnson yes, may not know everyone on the teams because right. that's what he was doing to learn their names playing madden which i really think is code for playing fortnite and not listening to their names but whatever but fortnite has a partnership with the nfl and you can now wear the jerseys of your favorite nfl players as long so as you fortnite do the dance. could also get you educated to the Fortnite dance. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting. I'm anxious to see because, man, was that ugly coming out of the Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine uh, what that flight was like because that was a defense that decided not to show up whatsoever. Look like a, if I had to, to say someone was quitting, I think that's potentially what we saw, right? Right. A little bit of – So some... did they bounce back? Did they have enough pride to try to finish this season 7-9 and nine when a lot of people picked them to win Yeah, uh, the AFC? So – but I think be, I think uh, uh, like I said I, I like I don't love thinking about a, a magic line. I just like don't that. like the game. I like this. This is right. not a game that I would mess with. As much as I'd like to take on Josh Johnson or Mark Sanchez with a Jaguars defense that features all that talent, I just don't know what to expect from them. Right? Me neither. But if I had to pick, <laughs> I'm with you. I know you're speechless. If right. I had to I pick, mean, I would. Uh, it's kind of a like. Pick with you. This is not the most fun game to pick. Right. You know. Would you like right. some fantasy futures? And look, futures? some of them we like more than others. That's why you do your confidence picks. That's right. I do want some fantasy futures. What do we got? Okay. I will judge. These right. you submit to me, I judge, and I tell you if they're spicy enough for me or not. Are old people spicy? I would guess old people are bland. You think so? How if about I Vernon Davis? 
Yeah, I'll take that. I think that's pretty I mean, spicy. Again, he's got Cody Kessler throwing the ball at him against a Jacksonville defense. So I'm sorry, not Cody Kessler. Yeah. Uh, Josh Johnson throwing yeah. the ball at him. But against I think, a Jacksonville I think defense. we so, yeah, see. To me, that's spicy. Okay. All right. Good. I think old people okay. can. I, like I plan on being very spicy when I'm like an old grandma. Just saying right. whatever I want. Yeah, I guess that's great. true because you don't care. No, I'm not going to care. Not at all. Um, how about a how about a Jalen Richard awesome showing, including a touchdown? Yeah, I'll take that. It's not that spicy. Sure, because Doug Martin's been playing well, so Richard's fine. I mean, I don't think he. I, I would imagine he'll be started in five percent, three percent of leagues. So yeah, that's spicy. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I feel like if we talked about it on fantasy, I like try to stay away from it. Come on, just do it. I mean, I saw the Elijah McGuire touchdown. I fine. think everyone knows that one. Yeah, already. I like it. Volume play. I'm Volume all about play. It. You know. Okay. What about um? All right. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little spicier on this one. Let's go. Um. How about a Ricky Seals-Jones touchdown? Okay. I'll call you Senorita Spice for that one. <laughs> that's, sure. that, that's pretty good. Yeah, because they haven't done anything. That was probably the ugliest game of the year last week between the Lions yeah. and the Cards. It uh, was... If you watched it, you're dumber. No. You spent 60 <laughs> minutes watching that. That's just the... Uh, and everybody's hurt. About that. Everybody's yes. hurt from that game. Yeah. And by the way, I have the Eric Ebron like potential for two touchdowns. So That's, that's the way you spicy. attack that team. Yeah, right. That's that's the way you attack that just, team. Just so, just wanted to put that out there to I'm make with sure. hundred percent. Got it. hundred percent. Okay. Middle of the field. Those guys. If you go right at him, that's just that's the way you he's have to attack big. those linebackers. He's big, and you just got to. And lately, he's learned how to catch. You know, attack him up the middle on the seams. It's a thing. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the. Is that it? You. I mean, I can go more, but that no, that was what I planned come for. On. What you want to leave the people thirsty? Okay. You know, they gotta thirsty, be thirsty to come back next week. Exactly. <laughs> All right, to the dogs. You like the uh, you like the points here. So Pats at Steelers. Pats favored by three. You don't like the idea of the Steelers being a home dog, even though they have struggled three in a row. Who's playing uh, running back? <laughs> Do you know yet? Because I don't know yet. As of right now, no. I would bet it's probably still Samuels. Me too. That's my guess. I don't. That's think what this number is based on. So yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Patriots win in fifty six point one percent of the simulations. Most likely final score: Patriots twenty six, Steelers twenty four. So just think about the Patriots winning. Don't worry about three points. Just just think about the Patriots winning this game. Right. That's kind of how I feel about it. Go ahead. Yeah, I think so. just speaking to Samuels, I mean, one thing, he, he catches the ball well out of the backfield, you know, and that's what they want from their backs. Um, so I don't, you know, is he as good between the tackles? No. I mean, not as Connor as Connor is, but Connor's not really great with his hands. Um, we've seen a bunch of those passes just kind of pop out. and You are setting me up perfectly. You're yeah. setting me up perfectly. Oh, sorry. Okay, because? Well, because, look, the Patriots defense, 8.46 yards per play allowed on first down over their past four. That's ridiculous. Obviously, yeah. most of that comes from passing. Those are not rushing yards. But, like, when you look to see who's doing the passing and where they are, it's nowhere where they use James Conner, and it's nowhere where, and obviously it's a tiny sample size for Jalen Samuels, but that's not that's not what the Steelers do. Right, like right. they're kind of like get in in the middle of the field. They're not bouncing on the outsides. Like like you, it, they're not Love Bell. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it turns out very few are. Right. So, right. but it just doesn't. The way that the way to keep the Patriots honest with down and distance is not what the Steelers have been showing over the past four games, especially. And the other thing, and this is a huge deal, the Steelers defense. Ugh, Second worst passer or rating, passer rating allowed on first. And I know that sounds a weird one to pull, but I'm trying to quantify the fact that their defense hasn't been adjusting to what they've been seeing very well. And first down's one of the places that you see that. If people are crushing you in, in passing and you don't change what you're doing, and especially on first down when it could go either way, that that's one of the indicators that you see for not adjusting to what they're seeing on the field. I think the Steelers win. <laughs> I do. I just think, as you mentioned, their pass. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at it and listening yeah, to you talk no. about yards per play on pass. And I just don't think they have the horses to slow. I mean, Juju is so good. He is hitting his stride. I mean, he is. they have two number one receivers. Um, and I guess if they – I'll put it this way. This is the Steelers' season to me. It's uh, And I think that might be pointing out the obvious, but it just seems like – it's this tipping point of this is a team that could come in as the four seed and they could make it out of the AFC to the Super Bowl, and I would not be surprised at all. That front line is nasty. I mean, it is freaking – Hargrave is the most – is he's the, he's the best defensive player I've seen all season. I could not believe what that guy was doing. I mean, he was picking up offensive linemen and tossing them aside like they were ragdolls. He was shedding blocks and cl- closing running lanes that you thought were wide open um, in the blink of an eye. He was making life miserable for for Rivers in that game, and I went back and watched a couple of his other games just to make sure what I saw was not just a one-game thing. Holy crap. 
that dude is good. And I think with an older Tom Brady that's been under a little bit of duress this season, don't let that Miami game fool you. I look at those front three, you know, and, and Hayward to it and Hargrave, and I think this is their game. I think it's a game where they can really get after Brady. And, and then when you start feeding off with, with T.J. Watt, um, I, 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 don't, I, mean, I got this feeling that the Steelers are going to do it big. I really do. And if they don't, it tells me that it's just not right. Like, and I mean, attitude-wise, like everybody hates Ben. Mike Tomlin's lost control. You got a, the we Lev Bell group, that, and you got the not Lev Bell group. That's what you always hear. And to right. me, that's like because this team's way too talented, way too talented to be seven five and one and lose the games they're losing. It felt like last game against the Dolphins, the Patriots defense was just playing down a distance, sort of like is it zone, is it man, or they just like they weren't making adjustments as like they usually do. I'm not sure why. I maybe I don't know. Is someone hurt? We don't. I don't. I don't know why that happened. But ultimately, I think. You've seen like some weirdness from the Patriots that indicates that there's a potential for what you're saying to happen for Tom Brady to get rattled. So in in my gut, I would be equally I would be equally as is not surprised if the Steelers won this game Just as it would be. Win. I mean, look, at least you got or them. Or if they like, the don't number. make it to the playoffs. Like, right. do you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Like, if they don't like, make it to the playoffs, way. things are just wrong. Right. Things, things are bad there, and there's going to be changes. Mike Tomlin might be out. Um, players could be traded whatever it might be but um for whatever reason talent wise could, they they should yeah they match up so well against the pats with that defensive front with their strong offensive line with I, their ability to work the outside i just think now we see this is where we see like all those different use cases for their running backs like the sony michelle the james white the we were yeah. like oh which one is it like i think that's where that pressure just gets that's that it just takes the yeah. pressure off brady with that so i mean look it's not like I'm saying Patriots win in 100% of the simulations, right? 56.1 isn't super convincing. So, No, but you right. also have, again, you, you're you taking, you know, you're taking the Steelers, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've got them, you know, by less than three. I mean, look, the number's three. So Packers-Bears, Bears favored by five and a half. You like the Pack. I do. Um, Bears win in 65.4% of the simulations. Most likely score I have is Bears 24-21. The Packers win or don't win by five and a half or less in 58.4% of the simulations. So honestly, here here's what it boils down to. This is one of those games, the Packers, their defense has been horrible. They've been horrible on every down. Their de- their passing defense, especially on first down, on the they they've been very they're targetable. No, they're not good. They're not good. It's not a good team. But this is a game where you see some some randomness. You see like the Aaron Jones. You see like the you know you you see this is the Aaron Rodgers super prep game and the Bears. That was a very emotional win. Last week, there's a lot like they just lost a cornerback. Probably, maybe we're not sure. As a, I, I haven't seen that he's like officially out, but one of the Bears' cornerbacks was two picks. He's n- not playing, so that's a big deal. I think this is one where the Packers keep it within reach. And the cornerback you are speaking of, courtesy of a memorabilia shop, is uh, Bryce Callahan, who claimed that he has an ankle issue and will keep him out. Um, I fell I fell for the Packers a couple weeks ago, and um, I don't know if it was the Cardinals game, if it was I don't remember what game it was, but it just it occurred to me I think it was the Cardinals game where I thought you know I said oh yeah they're going to win out and they're going to win the division. Me too. And that's I mean I did that. and mentally I was it yeah yeah I came to realize with that Cardinals front with Chandler Jones specifically um, that oh yeah that's right the Packers aren't good. That's just that's that's what reality is. Well, they it's had like three O linemen out last week and like two yeah. that we like they're they're when you're when you're missing your O line, it's really difficult. Yeah. So um, my my main problem. Look, I I said it two weeks ago and I got a lot of people at me um, for my Chase Daniel comment. I still stand by it. I think they're a better team with Chase Daniel quarterback. Um, I do not buy Mitch Trubisky. I just don't. We're I don't taking think your south Nagy. side card back. I mean, you heard what uh, Hack Collinsworth was saying it on the broadcast. <laughs> I know. He was talking about how. But he's not from Matt the Nagy, South. He's not like a Southsider, no, you know. He's not. But, he, does, <laughs> but he, he he pointed out exactly what I said. Nagy doesn't trust him. He gives him one read, and he can't even he can't even navigate that. He's throwing three interceptions on that. Um, so I'm anxious. I'm I'm anxious to see what they do with Mitch this week if they cut it loose a little bit. Um, because again, I said it two weeks ago that six touchdown game was the same route the whole game it was a wheel route that the defense never adjusted to so uh 
I, I tend to lean your direction, but, man, the Packers are bad, and that Bears front can really get after Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's just going to be like, man, I want no part of this. But I just, like, think about it. Aaron Rodgers, this is the game I think he, like, prepped for, right? I think this is the, like— Oh, he loves destroying the Bears. Right. It's his it's... favorite thing in the world is, <laughs> is let me ruin things for the Bears. So, yes, it would not surprise me if this, like, kicked off them losing the last— Three games of the season, they finish nine and seven, and somehow the the Vikings win the division. Oh my it's gosh. Uh, something like weird that. like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, to uh, to the Colts at Cowboys. Something we kind of alluded to with the Eric Ebron conversation. The Colts favored by three. You got the boys. Yeah, Colts win in fifty four point eight percent of the. By the way, this is this is in Indianapolis. I said that wrong. It is. It's Cowboys at Colts. Yep, correct. Cowboys at Colts. So um, I have Colts twenty four twenty three and. The Cowboys winning by less than a field goal in 61.7% of the simulations. So, look, he, Cowboys O-line, it is a big deal when their O-linemen are not okay. The, you saw the difference when Zach Martin got hurt. You saw, right. you see what happens when that is a big problem. And the Colts have an underrated defense. They have – there's a lot of good things about their defense, but they're really good. Like, in the same way you think about – the linebackers for the Cowboys being able to slow down and stop the run for the Colts. You should also think about the Colts, Darius Leonard, 53, being able to stop Ezekiel or at least limit Ezekiel. I think Ezekiel will have a good game. Don't get me wrong, but it, it it's not it's not a it's not a good matchup for him at all. Right. So I I think their their defense is sneaky good. To me, it's just a quarterback game. Um, I really think that it'll be. I'm with you. It's tight, and ultimately, Andrew Luck is just monumentally better than Dak Prescott. And I suspect he'll do more than Dak can do. And I, as you said, the Colts defense will likely be able to keep – I think they'll force it to be a one-dimensional game. They'll stack – and it's, it's easy to say that, right? Oh, they'll just stack the box against Zeke and force him to beat you with the pass. And that's what he's been doing with Amari Cooper, which is why the guy had 210 freaking yards and three touchdowns against an Eagles secondary that was, again, starting their sixth and seventh cornerbacks on the season – and that's not the case uh, for the Colts. They play solid defense, um, and I suspect it'll look a lot like – I think it looks a lot like the Houston game looked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of the way I, I figure this one. There's and, a you know, that's what you do. They they have the tight ends to take on those linebackers. Mm-hmm. They're really good, but when you have those tight ends that can just kind of run right up those seams in the middle of the field, I think that's how you go after them, along with a strong running game. Just run right at it and, uh, and use power. Two things here. I've been obsessed with first down this week. Just It's just a big deal. So okay. um, past four games, week. Indianapolis defense is allowing only 3.66 yards per play. Ooh. Not yards per rush, yards per play on first down. That's the best in the NFL. It's a big yeah, deal. That's fantastic. And then, the, and then Bill pulled a really great stat from Next Gen for me What'd about you do, blitzing. Bill? What did you do, Bill? Um, so <laughs> Indianapolis, this is an interesting one in favor of Indianapolis, right? If, if Andrew Luck gets going and the Cowboys decide to blitz, which they don't do very often. Andrew Luck is actually really good versus the Blitz. He's the seventh highest passer rating versus the Blitz, 106 passer rating if you're keeping track. But that's an interesting – so if, if their pressure the, – the way the Cowboys beat you, they don't need to bring the house, right? If they're for some reason they start having to do that, it's not going to work because <laughs> Luck right. can get past it. Yeah. So that's, that's no just problem. a positive in direction of him. Um, I'm with you. Although I think I, I think the Colts win by more than three. Okay. Um, right. So I think I am not. I'd with like you. that I'm for the chaos the, uh... of the playoffs. I would yeah. like that for the cat, like because the the Cowboys are pretty much like signed, sealed, delivered. So if Indianapolis wins, then we get a little yeah. chaos in the AFC, and I go. like chaos. <laughs> uh, Raiders at Bengals. Bengals favored by three. You like the Raiders, but yeah. barely. But not really. <laughs> This is like this looks like I'm looking at your percentages. This looks like a stay away. Uh, yeah. So Bengals win in 55.6 percent of the simulations. The most likely score 25-23, meaning the Raiders don't win by three. And then I ran that 50.5 percent of the simulations. Yeah. So this one's interesting because no one's playing for anything. So that's always hard, right? When you're when everyone's out. Joe Mixon seemed to be in a good He's spot. Phenomenal. Yeah. He's freaking phenomenal. They should have given him the ball more than they gave it to him. He's just so big and strong. That's why I think the Bengals win this one. And I like Jeff Driscoll. Man, that dude is I like Jeff Driscoll, fast. too. It's not about – That's like my sleeper fantasy play this week. If you've got a quarterback that's got a bad matchup, okay. I go ahead and pick up Driscoll because, man, is, when is that Josh Allen, off, are you already Is Josh Allen already factored? Is he not a sleeper? Because uh, I would well, I probably go Josh Allen. I think okay. people picked him up. So you you know, I mentioned that last week. I was got like, look, it. this guy, this is the best running quarterback in the NFL right now. Better than Cam. That dude uses his legs, and he uses them a lot. Right. You know, I Cam would do Josh is, Allen is first. A reluctant and I, runner now. But I'm with you, though. I think Driscoll's – look, 
I don't think this is going to be a great game. It's the Paul Gunther revenge game, his old team, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is, the old Paul Gunther revenge game. I can see um, it. I mean, look, like I said before, how many playmakers can you lose before it's just too hard to predict who wins the game, right? You've lost – well, A.J. Green's – is he yeah, out? Is Tyler he not playing? Tyler Boyd needs got... A.J. Green to be effective. Uh, uh, he's, he's struggling yes. about him. Yes, and but you know what? He runs the same route. He just runs that quick slant in down the seam, and he's able to use his big body to shield you know the corner if he gets on his back hip. And that's what he was doing against the Chargers when I was watching film. That's what he was doing all the game prior that AJ was out. So the Raiders are bad. I know they beat mm-hmm. the Steelers, but man, that is not a good team. And with that Bengals front, um, I I think I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna depart from you here. Okay. Uh, the, All right. The, the, oh, you're departing from 55.6 percent yes, of the simulations. Exactly. Huge I'm gonna, risk I'm push there. Back against <laughs> someone who's coming off a 13 and three week against the number cards. My at heart Falcons. kind of my heart is kind of with you, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cards at Falcons. Another wonderful contest we have in week 14. A lot of red. Uh, Falcons by eight, and I should say 15. Week 15. Falcons uh, <laughs> favored by eight and a half at home against a Cardinals team that again was one half of the worst football contest in the NFL. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the Jaguars versus Colts was worse. Yeah, that was uh, pretty boring. Falcons yeah. win anyway. in 69.9% of the simulations. Um, the most likely score, 26-18, which, which is less than 8.5, so it's, but it's about 50.7% of the time that the Cardinals win by less than 8.5, so that's not that great. But the reason for that is because Atlanta's defense is allowing a 50% conversion rate in their past four. That's a lot on third down. So, you know, like when when I asked one of my favorite scouts, like, what do you have to say about the Falcons defense right now? He goes, they're small, they're soft, and they're predictable. I was like, okay. Okay, I'll take the cards. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he goes, but the cards are going to lose because all they have is Chandler Jones. And Chandler Jones is great. <laughs> right. And now that Kim Dietschy is out, right. they've got nothing it just else. Was, and he was it just starting was, to come on a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just like I got nothing. I'm, I'd stay away from this one. It's those two teams are so beat up. And I know again, it's a shame. What I saw from the Cardinals, it's so hard for me to imagine them not losing by a hundred. Um, but whatever. but I don't know. Like it's, this is a defense. I don't know. There, there's again, the the model hates it too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then we'll move on to Dolphins and Vikings. Let's do that. <laughs> a very interesting contest. Vikings extremely uh, interesting by seven, <laughs> and you like the Dolphins to uh, to take care of that. Yeah. So I have the Vikings winning in 70.1% of the simulations. That's pretty convincing. But the score, I have Vikings 27, Dolphins 21. That's six. <laughs> so the, so close. the Dolphins win by le- – or don't lose by less than seven. That's a lot of negatives in that speech. In 61.8% of the simulations. Tannehill's been pr- playing pretty well. Vikings, obviously, they fired their offensive coordinator. It would seem that Kevin Stefanski's mandate – he's been there forever – is to run the ball, and of course you can run the ball against the Dolphins. That's part of the reason why that's kind of a kind of a sleepier difference in 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 point total is because I think it's going to chew up more possessions. I think that it keeps it a little bit closer too because the Dolphins have been able to pass against teams. <laughs> yeah, there's some good people to target on that team too. I just uh, this Vikings defense is much. I mean, look. Yeah, they lost a game to Seattle. That defense did everything they possibly could. No, the defense played well, for sure. So I think about that defense against that Miami offense, and I say, okay, I'm taking the Vikings defense. That's what I'm doing. So I guess I'm pushing back on you again. You know, push back. Great. (laughs) You haven't waited by more. It's gone Um, so well for me so far. I want to talk about that one fourth and goal for a second because I get mad when people blame analytics for things that aren't analytics' fault. Oh, they shouldn't have gone for it. It's 6-0. It's still one possession. All right, I digress. It's your decision then. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not I would like pick the field goals. It's a field goal game. Why are you going for touchdowns? It's a field goal game. Just go for the damn field goal. I, you would have tied the game up. I just think the number of possessions you're getting is so low. Like if you That's what I mean. If you normally get, get you, 10 or 11 possessions in a game and in this game you're you're kind of tracking for like 8. Like what? I don't right. know. And but everyone's like, "Oh, it's I heard some guy on some other network with horrible veneers tell try to tell a story about the Colts. Um, you know what veneers are? Like we have that in team. common. I uh, I have the cap teeth watch. I got it started with Baron Davis Shut up. back in the day when oh, he I got, got a great one for you for the clips. Do you know um, who I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. The worst, had... the worst veneers I've seen. Don't say veneers. Just say cap teeth. That way people know what you're talking. Capped about. Capped teeth. Who who's got the worst cap teeth? Rex Ryan by far. 
Yeah, Ugh. they're pretty bad. They're horrible. They're the wrong they're color, the wrong size. Come on, get your teeth right. There's, uh, there's a lot of them out there, though, and I'm not going to mention names, but that you look I did. hard enough. There's a lot I did. of them he, he went on an attack against analytics, and, and him and Matt Hasselbeck, and he was talking about, and they had this graphic. It was like, the analytics say, dot, 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 go for it. I was like, no, they don't. <laughs> you don't know why. It, was, it just was like a, they kept using the word incorrectly. They're like, the analytics say, go for it. The analytics say this. The analytics say this. And so they're just turn like, it off. what are you talking about? Well, I'll you turn it off. Cause watching cap and caps. I feel like I feel like analytics is like my baby, and if you want to mess with my baby, I'm going to listen gotcha. to it, and then I'm going to make fun of your veneers because you know I don't I know say? if you should it's... trust anything that comes out of those veneers. I'm with you, just because you've got perfect teeth and Take great feet. Apparently, caps. I also and have great, great feet. feet. <laughs> oh, look what you did there! See what you did there? <laughs> just kidding. That was a little spicy. <laughs> uh, speaking of spicy, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Maybe it's a knee injury, a bad back, or something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. Same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED, they do not get treated for it. But thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. It is a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there's no waiting rooms. No awkward face-to-face conversations or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. Someone said that's what this is. You can handle everything online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. Fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with a doctor. Get an FDA-approved ED med delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that most guys will not tackle. But with Roman, it's easy to take care of. Again, online visit is free by going to GetRoman.com slash Game Theory. That's GetRoman.com slash Game Theory for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash game theory these are what we call the stray dogs cynthia Mm -hmm. you're doing that next time stray dogs you take on the uh the under exactly who should be reading that (laughs) exactly (laughs) lions at bills the bills are favored by two and a half and you like your lions to take care of them buffaloes take care of it by 53.5 percent of the simulations (laughs) it's overwhelming um, I have the Lions 23-21. I think, ugh, okay, Bills, 81.8 red zone touchdown percentage over their past four. That's second worst. You already heard the first worst. Who's playing? Is LaShawn McCoy playing? I don't know. Is there a kicker playing? Don't know. I'm not sure. Don't know. How about for Detroit? on Johnson, is he not playing? Not sure. Well, we know Ziggy Ansah is not. That's but why I'm taking the Bills. Here's here's one reason why, okay? Lions okay. defense, fourth fewest rushing yards allowed per game since snacks. Which is hilarious. I mean, they were terrible against the run. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But that's not including the 11th man that you got to account for. Josh Allen's going to use those legs. He's going to use those legs to get himself another 100-yard contest and win this game for You're the You're going 100. Circle the Bull. freaking wagons. Oh. <laughs> Look, I actually like prefer people who are members of Bills Mafia to like most Lions fans because we're all so like, ugh. I love the Bills fans. I, I love the Bills fans. I, I love awesome. the. I love the wings. I love everything about them. So I was kind of. I was expecting the Lions to lose in this one, but I think it's the McCoy factor. It's it, there's a lot. The, and the Bills defense is good. I I was confused, but yeah, I've been crapping on it all year. I I don't know. I still can't figure it out. But hey, I'm dumb. No, it's I'm just You're the smart you. one here. I'm just going Josh Allen legs. That's what they should have been doing. My heart would but take I get the it. bills. You don't want to put your guy out. There. I mean, that's here's the thing about Josh Allen running. And I know I've seen I saw some of this. I think it was our friend Bucky who put this out there about Lamar Jackson and and Josh Allen and why does one guy be asked to be, you know, and I, and I can't speak to that. I you know, I I understand the frustration there and I get it. The difference is when you look at the way Russell Wilson is built, when you look at the way Josh Allen is built, Ben Roethlisberger is built, those guys are thick. They can t- and, and I've never seen someone deflect contact like Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson's just he's not built he's built like a track athlete. The idea of him running around out there as a quarterback taking shots is got to be terrifying. Has to be terrifying for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh for Allen, it's like, hey dude, someone tries to hit you, they're gonna get hurt because you're <laughs> freaking as big as a tree. And he's pretty good at deflecting contact. Um so I think that's why the Bills you know, when some are like, oh, you can't let Lamar Jackson run for 100 yards, but everyone's like, hey, let Josh Allen run for 200 <laughs> yards. Well, yeah, because look at him. He's huge, and he's low on his shoulder. And he's, Do you want your quarterback doing that? Probably not. But for him, the way he's able to use his body and the way he's able to run and, and shed blockers and not take those direct hits, 
I think that's what you're going to probably see from them a lot. I, I think they are totally comfortable in those designed runs, and it works, man, because it you see that dude coming at you, and it's hard for linebackers to bring him down. Yeah, the only factor here that's a little bit of an X factor is the fact that – wow, that was a lot of words fact in a row. Um, this coach – Yeah, that was a factor. Matt Patricia has been scheming against the Bills forever. So this one is a but good – But not Josh Allen Bills. Yeah, but I think I think he kind of knows their O-line. I think he kind of knows – I think he knows their pressure points. So right. that's an X factor. There's just a lot of history there. So, yes, adding a special player. And I, I'm with you. I think Josh Allen running is really special. But I think that the rest of it is very un, un tricky for, I got you. for Matt Patricia. So, Well, I know we won't be surprised by anything. That's something I'm sure of. No one ever will. Titans, he's never surprised. Never. Titans and Giants. Giants favored by two and a half. You like the Titans to win outright. I do. Huh? I was surprised by that. Titans win yeah, 50... wasn't. <laughs> 53.3% of those simulations. I have Titans 24, 23. Um, I have them winning by at least two and a half in 55.9% of the simulations. It's not the most certain thing in the model. I do think it's a higher scoring game than maybe other people do. But you got to look into a little bit of like what maybe our recency bias is informing this. We did see the Giants cream. I know you love when I say that. Cream the, say cream. <laughs> the He creamed them. <laughs> It's hilarious. It takes me back to elementary school. I said on TV and he like jumped. He's so like, what? You can't fight that guy. You're going to get creamed. <laughs> you little oh, tulip. Yeah? Well, watch this. Yeah, you were right. I got creamed. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> okay. So it's it's really the. It's cathartic for me. <laughs> All right. So you have recency bias, Giants, destroyed Mark Sanchez, Josh Johnson, and the Redskins, and you think that's leading to this number being yeah. what it is? I, I do think the Giants' defense, so, I mean, they've allowed the lowest third-down conversion over the past four weeks, but by the way, the Titans have allowed the second-lowest third-down conversion over the past four weeks. Unfortunately for the Titans, they lost Jack Conklin, their right tackle, and Jonu Smith, their five-millionth tight end. They both went on IR today. Um, but if you're thinking, okay, both of these defenses are going to bring pressure, uh, the Giants have the highest pressure rate in the NFL since week 12. Thank you, Next Gen, for that. And Mar- Marcus Mariota, highest passer rating under pressure this whole season. So it kind of is like, all right, if both of these defenses are dominant, where is the hole? And and for me, especially if Odell Beckham is potentially questionable or not playing, it really swings things in favor of the Titans and their I, run game. I have a hard time believing the Giants are going to win this game. I, I'm not crazy about the Titans, but you know what? They've been in close games all year. You know, yeah. they, I'm not crazy about Marcus Mariota. The Giants, I think, have the benefit of. But then, man, then I start thinking about the Saquon factor and just how good. Saquon's going to have a sick game, but yeah. I don't know about anyone else. Uh, by the way, one fun thing, the Titans defense, yeah. they have the second lowest yards after catch that result in a touchdown or first down. Very interesting right. to me. It's yeah, a pretty good defense. It's a solid team. It's a very solid. There's nothing. There's no, there's no glitz. It's just, you know, the old. Mm-hmm. BS football term. Hey, it's a punch the clock. Get your lunch pail. We're going to work time kind of team. Your lunch pail. <laughs> yeah, get your lunch pail. Punch the clock. This team's ready to go to work. You know what else? You know where else it. you have a lunch pail? In this next game, Browns at elementary school. Yeah, Cleveland Browns. Still remember mine. Lunch pail. I don't even all know right. if I had one. Did you have a lunch pail? I think so. My mom used to leave notes did. in it. Yeah, but it wasn't like a pail. It was like soft and weird. Ah, that is weird. Yeah, yeah I, like I, I think I used to do paper bags. I think I had brown paper bags. But I remember having a lunch pail once. I remember <laughs> having a Star Wars lunch pail. It had the Death Star on it. It was awesome. <laughs> All right, Browns and Broncos. Um, both teams coming off a loss. Broncos, bad loss to the 49ers. Uh, that's a Saturday game. Broncos favored by three at home, as they should be. But you like the Browns. Yeah. To I've... win the game, you're doubling. You you took the Browns last week to win as a dog. You got that right against the Panthers, and you're doing it again. Yep. Browns win 51.2% of the simulations, 24-23. They win outright for me, and they win by three in almost 60% of the simulations. Okay, so remember we said how many playmakers can you lose before it changes your team? Well, Emmanuel Sanders gone, Chris Harris Jr. gone. You saw a big difference last game. This one doesn't need to be so crazy because I actually think both running backs in this game are good, Phil Lindsay and Nick Chubb, but ultimately, even with Bradley Chubb, who's having a really great pass rusher team, maybe the best rookie pass rusher season we've seen, I still think the Browns' defense has the advantage in this one, given the lack of options on offense. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think Miles Garrett heats up Case Keenum, um, who's not been good this year. So I'm I'm with you. Uh, and I'm 
without Chris Harris, that's that's a tough one. It's really hard. Um, I think I'm with you. Wow. I think I just Gosh. it's hard for me to imagine. Lunch pail and all. Exactly. Nick Chubb's been good, but does Philip Lindsay just run right at him? And yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. But so does Nick Chubb on the or so does, so does Nick Chubb on the other, on the side, other side, right? I'll take the Broncos. <laughs> I'll take the Broncos. <laughs> so to stay sassy. Alive. <laughs> I know, aren't I though? All right, confidence. Let's go. All right, I'm doing no. Three for f- three last week. Right. I'm only doing like something. I'm not going to do like who wins just one-on-one because there's a ton of those this week. So those would be boring. So I'm going to go like a, with the number included. Got it? Okay. Okay. Yes. So I'm thinking Seattle is going to win by more than five and a half. Okay. I have that the Rams win by more than nine. That's I like that. That's huge. I like both those. And I have Don't that. huge. <laughs> huge. No, I hate it. And then Baltimore wins by more than eight. Okay. Baltimore, three favorites. Makes me a little nervous. Makes me a little nervous, I'll be honest. I like it. I'm putting those three. I think that's spicy. And I'm putting them in a jar and I'm shaking them up together. You could could even together with me. If you wanted to switch one out, you could do. If you wanted to switch one out and still be like in a good spot for that, then I might say like a lot of points. Let's go for nah. a, a lot of points in in Detroit and and Houston or in uh, Buffalo. No, that's right. I, we told you confidence picks. What's what the people? I say. did it. They said I give didn't me your pick top the, three. That's I didn't what they pick want. who's going to be the outright winner because those are all in the pod. You can hear it. There's plenty of them right. over seventy in this one. So I did all of them with a side because we take sides here. Yes, and <laughs> as an aside, let's bring in our friend Bill. <gasps> Hi, Bill. Because it's time for playoff projections. Hello, Bill. What's going on, money? How you doing? Today? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Hello, let's get into it, Bill. Hello, Bill. <laughs> so starting. Everybody always tells me that's the Seinfeld. It's like, it, no, it's the scream. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> that's what it is. I love scream. Yeah, everybody <laughs> thinks it's Newman. Hello, Newman. No, it's hello, Sydney. I love that. I think that was Lev Schreiber who did that, by it the way. It was Lev Schreiber. Yeah. That's so good. All right, here we so go. Good. NFC playoff projections, Bill. <laughs> so the Rams and Saints have already clinched. Cynthia has them in the one and two spots. Uh, the three, four, and five in the NFC seem pretty set at this point. Bears, Cowboys, Seahawks. Right now, she still has the Vikings getting to the playoffs with that six seed. And I'll by an that. overwhelming margin at 81.7% compared to Philadelphia at just over 13 and Carolina at just under 10% as they've lost five in a row. And I, think, I can't push back on any of that. I think, and I want to ask Cynthia on this, the reason the Vikings are the six is really less about Minnesota and more about the three teams that are six and seven and chasing them. Correct. It is the Vikings have an easier path than the Eagles, who, again, Rams this week, so there's one right there. And then Carolina, who gets the Saints not once but twice. Yeah. And then and the Packers get the Bears. The Packers get the Bears. So it's less about so there you go. it's less about loving the Vikings, right? The model loving the Vikings, and it's more about unfortunate matchups for the other three that are chasing. And then no, the most for home yeah, field advantage, she currently yeah, has the this, Rams this is weird. above the Saints right now, and I think mm. that's because she has a greater opportunity for a Saints loss based on the schedule. I do. Two games against, I mean, they haven't played the Panthers once. I understand they have overwhelming chance to win both of those. But if you look at their schedule and then you look at, you put that up against, I'm going to pull up right here, the Rams schedule. And yeah, they got the Cards, Niners, and Eagles this week. So they're, they're yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Cards and Niners and Eagles. Right. It's Versus just an easier path. Two defi- you know, a division opponent out of two out of three weeks. That's tough. No matter how much look, they're all NFL players. Correct. <laughs> every roster is talented, and when you got to play the same team twice in and three weeks, and the team that knows you really well, exactly, yeah, exactly. That's, that's I'm with you. That's tough. So that makes more sense. I still think the Saints went out. I Plus the Steelers in Week 16, who could yeah. be fighting for their playoff lives. So all three of those games could be difficult. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get I get no problem with that. So AFC I think is a little more. The AFC is where the it? fun is. Yeah. There we go. Let's have some fun. So yeah. the Chiefs have clinched. She has the Patriots currently projected in number two spot at 99% to make the playoffs. Texans to stay at three, 87% in the playoffs. And then she has Baltimore projected to overtake Pittsburgh and earn the four seed. Manny, how do you feel about that? I think it goes back to the conversation we had about the Steelers. Yep. Do you think they're right or not? If you think they're right, if you think they can get it, if you think, okay, they lost their three games – 
They always lose a weird road game. What they did against the Chargers was out of character for them because they had never lost a game at home in their history after being up by 16 in the second half. They were 220-0-1 in those kind of contests, so you could argue that that was fluky. And if they get right, it wouldn't surprise me if they won out. It totally would not surprise me. Beat the Patriots, beat the Saints, because they're that good. Um, so I think, you look, have to I, admit, I think, Patriots I think you have the teams Saints, right. You, you have to admit, Patriots and Saints are harder. Patriots, Saints, and then they Much finish harder. with Bengals. Then Bucks, Chargers, which are hard, and Browns. Right. right. I'm so with you. The Ravens, I do think Bucks, the Ravens are more Chargers, likely. Brown. Here's what I do know about that. If I'm the Texans and the Ravens, I'm like, man, what the heck did we do to get these wild card teams? Really? We win the division and we got to play the Chargers and the Steelers <laughs> and or the Steelers yeah. in the wild card round. Right? Like to me, that's that's the bigger story there. Um, but yeah, I think I think it looks right. The Colts, the Colts remind me they got the Cowboys this week. Um, I'm just going to make sure. Yeah, I got to remember what that is because I know I believe they get. Okay, the so Titans. it's at home against the Giants. And right. then on the road versus the Titans. That's what it is, yeah. Boy, that's a tough one. Well, how close is that? Yeah, see, that's really close. You got the, the Colts, Colts at fifty point five, and then the Steelers at fifty five point nine. Right. And it's really close. So if you look at it, and then week, you look at the schedule, you're like, well. But I don't know. I I like chaos. I'm a big fan of chaos. So. But see, the Steelers only have to go two and one. They only have to win one of those big games. If we assume they're going, you know, if if we're going to give. Uh, but then they go and the drop Steelers, a game like the Raiders and right. you know and, and the Broncos for that matter right. where Ben throws for like 500 yards and it's but so if you're going to give them the Bengals game then really unless you believe the Colts are going to win out and if you do believe the Colts are going to win out then they're going to they're going to take the Steelers spot anyway because mm-hmm. they'll have 10 wins right or no the Steelers can still get 10 wins that's right they right. would be 10 5 and 1 the Colts would be 10 and 6 and the Steelers would get it so, money. Which team is more likely to win this week: the Steelers against the Patriots or the Colts against the Cowboys? Man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I think I'd go Colts just because the, the Patriots have the Steelers number, right? I mean, they just do. It's embarrassing how many times they've just slapped that team around despite having inferior talent. Um, so, so I, yeah, I mean, if you're, so, so I say the so the Colts will slide in there next week. So then the Steelers travel to New Orleans, which it's different getting Drew Brees outside in Pittsburgh in December than it is going to that Superdome on that fast track. Right. And both teams are on the fast track, and they got track athletes on the outside too. So I think that becomes a shootout. Ah, man. See why it's so close? See why these numbers are so close? Yeah, that's why it's 56 to 50. Exactly. It's 56 to 50 and a half. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, by the way, you know, I think what you got to look at with Tennessee as well is that Colts game. And that Colts game's at home yes. for the Titans. I mean, they of all the teams that can go 10-6, and six, they've got the easiest road. Absolutely, Because they're they at the Giants, and then they get the Redskins and the Colts at home. They just need help. Right. So that's... Yeah, so the Colts are in the eight... Or, excuse me, the Titans are in the eight spot right now with a 31% chance of making the playoffs, and the Dolphins in the nine spot at 20.3%. And that percentage at 20.3 is much different than if the Kenyon Drake touchdown yeah. to end the game yeah. didn't happen. So last year, last year, last week, the Dolphins were 10th with 11.1% playoff situation. They were slated to be big losers against, not big, but like they had a big overwhelming chance to lose in those simulations. That one play changed them from having a 1.9% playoff situation to Two. a 20 point I still don't think they make it because I mean, look, I'll, I'll put it. I'm just saying. Of, I'm just saying. Who wins that's out? That's a huge who, switch. Yeah, we've got the Steelers, the Colts, and the Titans. If you have to pick one, who wins out? Is it the Titans? Who do I Giants? want to win out, or who? Well, wins I'm just saying out? who you're forced <laughs> to pick right now because one of these teams I think will I think end up winning out to get the ten and six. I think the Colts for some you reason. You think the Colts do? For, like this they, is my gut. Obviously, you have my math. But my gut is like, there's something special about the Colts. I also Dallas Giants back to back at home, and then at Tennessee. I just, I just think the, I think the Colts. They're Tennessee the best keeps team. losing people. I don't know. I like their old line. I, I just, I, Bill. I mean, at this point, Miami has a pretty favorable schedule. They travel. They got to go to Minnesota. They though. go to Minnesota, who just got rid of their offensive coordinator this morning. Right. So now you're dealing with a new offense and change there, and you see they're just going to be run. That's the change. But Ryan Tannehill has to play that defense. Yeah, that defense is targetable. That's what I, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. In the pass game. 
I don't think it's a great look. The Dolphins are operating on a support cast, right? So they also have a surprise factor. Like, is Bryce Butler going to catch a touchdown against Trey Waynes? I think so, right? Like weird stuff is like Bolden that. Is Bolden going to score two touchdowns? In in three touches? Sure. Yeah. Why not, right? Like, so they have the surprise factor as well. So it's it's not like I, – I'm not saying – that. look, you heard my model. You heard the math. But yeah. if the Dolphins somehow luck their way into tricking the Vikings – Then they finish with the Jaguars and the Bills. And the Bills, yeah. I'm going to go Colts. <laughs> I'm looking at it now, and I think I'm with you. They get the Cowboys, and they got that strong old line. They got Andrew Luck. He's the best player. He's better than Big Ben. He's better than and don't. I want to see what Frank Reich dials fans. up He's against. He's better than Big Ben right now, in this very moment. He's having a better season. Um, yeah, I think I'm going Colts. Okay. All right. Look, Bills I- going Dolphins. I'm going Col- – is that right, Bill? You're going Dolphins? I think ultimately the Ravens and the Steelers make the playoffs. But if yeah. you take one of the the Colts, Titans, and Dolphins, I'll go ahead and take the Dolphins. I I'll just want to see a – I want to see a McDaniels versus Frank Reich Oh yeah. game. I that just would be want sweet. that. And so, like, maybe I'm biased by that. But, again, it's not biased in my actual model. It's only biased in sitting here being like, come on, get the improbable right. win. You know what I mean? Like – Right. Want that to happen. <laughs> all right. See, that's why we said the AFC is much more interesting. Exactly. Good stuff. And it'll all change next week. Chargers <laughs> have to play the Chiefs. Pittsburgh's well, you know, it won't change the, the probably the NFC. Colts are playing the Cowboys. Yeah. NFC's a yeah, hey, Maybe we get an upset. Maybe maybe Philadelphia upsets the Rams, and they really mix things up. <laughs> things get crazy. Uh, or the Panthers upset the – yeah, because that would put both those teams at 7-7 seven and, seven and and threaten the Vikings maybe. And, hey, Bill there thinks the Dolphins are going to beat the Vikings. So I love it. Right, like Bill? a good upset. Absolutely. Let's go. There we go. Let's go. It's former crazy, employer, man. you know. Coming Week off. 15, I mean, come there's, on. there's no greater momentum than that Kenyon Drake play, and the right. Vikings are at a low point right now. So They made T-shirts, for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. T-shirts change that. everything. <laughs> they do. Week 15. By the way, yeah, like, how about, how about you make that T-shirt, you buy it, you start walking around town, and then they lose to the Vikings, and it's like, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs. Great. What am I going to do with this shirt? Stupid. You know they make T-shirts so. for, like, everything, though, so it's know, not that everything. different. Yeah. It's never it's a good sign. If, it's never a good sign as a franchise when you're celebrating an individual regular season win with a T-shirt. It's like a, just a ridiculous, I mean, completely ridiculous, although, I don't know, I guess if you want to chronicle it, they hate the, the Patriots, and they always beat them down in Miami, so it's kind of fun. Um. All right, oh, that's it. Week 15. Big thank you to everybody. Uh, Shoppy. Thank you, money. You never get any thank Mark yous, Brady. and you crushed yeah, it. Whatever. You're traveling, and you have to go sit traveling inside, tomorrow. outside, but still, and you did a million things, right. too, so thank you, money. Hey, speaking of Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside Army-Navy this past week. Oh, perfect. Um, a big thank you to Bill, to Cynthia, to uh, Mark Brady, Shoppy, all of you who download, listen, stream, share on social media. We always appreciate it. Do yourself a favor, though. Please be sure to keep an eye on Cynthia's Twitter feed, at C. Freeland, yes. because we are doing this early because I have to travel uh, to Kansas City for the Thursday nighter between the Chargers and the Chiefs, so we had to do this on Tuesday night. Things will change as the injury picture becomes more and more clear. Um, so on the Twitter, she will update things in case some numbers change. Right? Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll return next week at our regularly scheduled time, which on podcast really doesn't matter because you're all listening to it on demand. <laughs> Great.